0: The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. You
1: so, Jaylen, Nye. A om, ominous Metallica there Yeah, for no you. kidding.
0: Well, that's a good setup to the story. That's what I
1: thought. Uh, I was at the Bend yeah, on man. Friday night
0: and uh, heard Hunter explaining to a waitress polar vortex. Really? Yeah. And I said, you know what? I'm going to ask Jesse about that the next chance, I, <clears throat> uh, uh, next opportunity. And now that has presented itself. Hey, Jesse Beyer. Sandman,
1: the what? Sandman. Yes, Metallica. Awesome. That was quite
0: intense. Well, there yeah, well, it's intense weather. Preparing for for yeah. for
1: our conversation. So is that this... was just
2: a theme song of the Super Bowl last
1: night? Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, my hey. goodness! Which was less than intense, but whatever. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> we're having <laughs> trouble sleeping. Intense,
2: but whatever. You know, the, the two finals going in the Super Bowl. I think we got three for one because those finals to go to the Super Bowl were better than the actual Super Bowl. What? We in, lost Kansas, us there. The Kansas City-New England oh, game, yeah, I found yeah. was more. Oh, yeah, the Rams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. St. Louis, or the, yeah, the Rams-New Orleans game. Uh-huh. Sure. Those were two Super Bowls right there. Exactly. So I think we're ahead. We're mm-hmm. ahead. There was a bad
0: call in that New Orleans game, not Stop it? it. All right. Uh, hey, Jesse, w- is this cold weather as a result of a, what did I say, polar, polar vortex? Polar vortex. And, and what is that?
2: Winter? <laughs> okay. I, I mean they, they jazzed it up you have, you have your polar high which is like a giant upper level trough so you have that counterclockwise rotation and then you have a surface high so upper level uh, convergence leads to lower level divergence so you have this big broad area of really cold air diverging out of the center because of one the density to the pressure center and that's what is basically winter that's your polar high that sits right at top of the globe in the northern hemisphere pretty much all the time but it expands north so these arctic outbreaks are the result of that polar jet slumping towards the south as it expands now people have been calling this the polar vortex and which is technically true but the polar vortex is actually six seven kilometers above the ground that's where your upper level low is but it does play a giant role in moving this arctic air down towards where we are and we get these arctic outbreaks lot of the time but what happened in this scenario is essentially that polar vortex of that upper level low has broken so it's split in half and half of that has dropped down into us and we're actually seeing some warmer air actually migrate into parts of Alaska I mean Alaska's forecast for the next few days some areas plus or or, sorry minus five minus six I mean those are typical temperatures what we would have at this time of year average highs around minus three so we're getting that polar vortex but again it's just it's jazzed up it's just winter i mean we get minus 30 days i mean this is a long cold snap that we're going to be dealing with it but it's not like it's unheard of that we'll have a cold snap lasting four five Mm -hmm. six seven days so i mean people are definitely in the right mindset to be talking about it. I mean, we've had a lot of people seeking or needing extra shelter, mm-hmm. extra warmth, extra clothes. And I mean, this is a long cold snap. I mean, we could be looking at temperatures near minus 33 overnight tonight with a clearing sky. Of course, that's after nearly a foot of snowfall in parts of central Alberta. And then for tomorrow, I mean, daytime highs are going to be in the mid-minus 20s. I don't think we get out of the mid-minus 20s for at least a week. Oui. I mean, mm. seven days from now, we're looking at daytime highs, maybe minus 10, minus 15. But again, until then, close to minus 30 in the morning, mid-minus 20s through the afternoon. So, I mean, it's sticking around for a week. And if you have any neighbors or people that, you know, might be in need that you know of, make sure you check on them. I mean, if your furnace goes out, if, you know, you run out of gas, I mean, these are the temperatures where frostbite's setting in within minutes. So.
0: Yeah, I know AMA put out a warning that uh, it's their, it's their annual warning that any time the temperature drops, real temperature drops to less than minus 15, that you should be plugging in your car. Mm -hmm. I wonder how many people check to see if they have block heaters. (laughs) (laughs) But you you know what? You're right, Jesse. Like every time it snows, every time the temperature gets really cold, uh, every time there's ice on the road, it. It's like we
1: forgot. It's like we forget that it
0: happens every year.
2: Yeah. And this is my, my time of the year where I kind of get on my soapbox because you have all these, I'm going to use a generous term and say surly, surly folks get on and say, well, you know what? This is Canada. This is winter. If you can't stand it, then just go get a better jacket and don't stay outside. It's like, you no know, not everyone has that option, right? Like, Lucky you. Lucky you that you can go out and buy a five, six, seven hundred dollar jacket mm-hmm. to stay warm and enjoy the outdoors. But not everyone can. So this is why we have the cold warnings. It's not redundant to put out a cold warning when it gets this cold because it serves a purpose. So make sure you take care of your neighbors and just be thankful that you have the opportunity to stay inside and stay warm and don't complain that we're talking about it on and on and on and on because it's important and it needs to be
0: said. Pets as well. Uh, Hey, uh, one of our listeners, Jesse, wants to know, can you ask Jesse if the jet stream determines weather pattern or is it the other way around?
2: Mm, That's a loaded question. It's the chicken and the egg. Mm. (laughs) So yes, the jet stream can dictate the pattern when you have we have blocking patterns like rex blocks or omega blocks basically a, a setup in the atmosphere where the jet stream isn't moving anywhere anytime soon it's going to last three four five six seven days that will dictate the pattern. So when we have El Nino conditions, oftentimes, not always, but oftentimes it can lead to a dominant ridge in the jet stream, which is when we get all these warm blasts off the Pacific just because of the placement of the jet stream. So when we have a situation like this where we're stuck in the trough, we're going to have five, six, seven days of this cold pattern. So the the jet stream, I, I guess, does dictate the pattern of the weather, but the pattern of the weather is a function of the jet stream so it's again the chicken and the egg but they, they kind of work hand in hand because you also have different layers of the atmosphere so we could be looking at the 250 millibar layer which is where the jet stream would be but we could also have a jet streak at 500 millibars which is about halfway between that mark and the surface so There's upper-level lows, there's mid-level lows, there's surface lows, and and they all go hand-in-hand. So that's somewhat of a loaded question. Um, I don't know if I talked myself into an answer there, but that's (laughs) kind of how it it goes. I mean, the the weather pattern is going to be dictated by the jet stream. So I think the jet stream probably plays more in our weather pattern than our weather pattern would play into the jet stream.
0: Okay. And the Environment Canada issued extreme cold warning. That's still in effect for almost all of Alberta?
2: Yeah, I think there's four four counties or or four, I guess, zones, polygon zones that aren't included in there in the extreme southwestern side of the province. So pretty much everyone included in that. And it's the clear sky tonight. And as that that core of that high moves through central Alberta that we could be looking at one of the coldest nights we've seen so far. I have minus 33 in the forecast for this evening with that clearing sky. Thankfully, the wind will be quite light. We're under a fairly stable pressure gradient due to the fact that we'll be in the core of this Arctic high tonight. So five to 10 kilometer an hour wind most likely. Um, But even that, I mean, when you're talking minus 33 and you tack on another 5 for the field, it could be easily a minus 40 range.
1: Okay, Jesse. Well, you know what? Uh, We'll check in with you again in about three hours' time. Thanks for this, okay? I don't think much is going to change in that time, but I'll uh-huh. talk to you then. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to it. Thanks, Jess. Okay, there you go. Chief Meteorologist over at Global Television. Hey, um, yes? So a couple of things. yeah. Uh, AMA says it's seen a 300% increase in the number of calls it's receiving during the cold snap. I know a couple of our, uh, um, our co-workers here are working from home today because they couldn't get their car started. I noticed our parking lot was pretty empty. It was pretty empty, yeah. And as well, um, so there's been some questions about what the you know what's going on with the city as far as whether or not the LRT... Um, stations are going to be open. Homeward Trust saying as of the last thing that I've seen they were holding a news conference about an hour ago saying that they believe right now that shelters can handle the demand for shelter beds and on on-site, on-site support but if they request it to the city that's when the city uh, will ah, open them okay so
0: you'll want to check on any outdoor activity yeah, absolutely. Uh, not the least of which of course are the ski hills number them so not oh yeah. operating as Mm-mm. a result of this not willing to take the chance so anything and that's if you're traveling outdoors, yes. and if you're
1: traveling um, expect delays as uh, there's going to be Lineups for de-icing and whatnot.
0: Yeah, and you know what? AMA has this on their site, but you can find it a gazillion other uh, places as well. If you Google emergency kit, mm-hmm. uh, emergency road kit, it, this is a good time to sort of remind ourselves as to what should be in the car. The last uh, time that I looked at that was a year ago, yep. almost to the day, and I packed it all up, and it is in the back yep. of my car in a big yellow uh, container. But there's some really cool suggestions, and I'm, I'm going with you know knowledge of a year ago, and I haven't looked in it in a while, I haven't had to use it, but there was some really cool suggestions suggestions in there, like those uh, tea candles, you know, those tea little candles, tea light candles, yeah. uh, because they can warm the interior of a car for actually a couple of hours. Uh, just, just that one flame.
1: Some chocolate bars or yep. granola bar. Exactly. I made sure that I had, uh, when, when this weather started to change last week, I put my big winter boots in the back seat. If I wasn't wearing them, I had mm-hmm. my big winter boots there. I have a uh, toque. I have my big gloves. Everything's uh, in there yep. just in case. Me as
0: well. And as, it's always recommended that uh, when you break down, you stay with your car. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's the other thing, too. A lot of people leave it and uh, then get themselves into greater trouble because, of course, it's colder outside the car than it is inside the car.
1: So, again, keep that in mind. As Andrew mentioned, the AMA website, lots of great information on there. And, of course, we'll keep you updated right here on the weather conditions. Uh, What you need to know on 63010. So, Andrew Gross, uh, Jill and I, this is going to be fun. On Wednesday, we mm. wanted to tell you about this. We're having a contest here on Wednesday. It's called the 630 Ched Not So Newly Wed Game. <laughs> we have. Um, Cirque du Soleil's Crystal is coming to town. If I remember correctly, this is the one that's on ice. Oh, yes, To throw another new dimension into it. Yep. And if you think, Chadville, that you know someone really well, maybe your wife, your husband, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your best friend, whomever it might be, we're going to put your relationship to the test. So we're inviting three couples into the Chad Studio on Wednesday afternoon, this Wednesday, to play the Not So newlywood Game with Jalen and Andrew. Hmm. Um, we'll ask you five questions and see if the answers match. So,
0: and we will not have the questions in advance. We're not. No. And we're not a couple, by the way. No,
1: we're not a couple.
0: We're a couple of somethings, but
1: uh... yeah, it's quite funny that they have a heart around the two of us. Well, and I was saw like, that. Was like ah, yeah, whatever.
0: I wrote a letter to hr i haven't heard back
1: <laughs> but uh yeah so you just have to um get more answers right than the two of us um then you have a date night with tickets to search Soleil's crystal on february 13 mm. so That'll what you fun. have to do um you have to be available to be in studio between three and four on wednesday go to 630 ched.com uh look for the not so newlywed game and enter right there and it's then on our contest news. page yeah
0: Hey, while you're there, take a cruise through all the other tickets that are available on our contest page. Mm. We tell you time and time again, a lot of people tell us when they phone in that they've been trying all week uh, to win a ticket to this or tickets to that. Those same tickets are always up on our contest page and you don't have to be the sixth caller Mm. or anything like that. Uh, Hey, wanted to do this real quick because I think it's funny and it kind of relates to us in a way uh, and to a lot of people this time of year. So when we were going to Jamaica... And when we, for whatever reason, Carol's ticket was just sort of odd. We don't know why. They wouldn't allow her to check in online, and we couldn't check in at the kiosk at the Mm -hmm. airport, and finally went to the window. And the problem was um, this $30 luggage charge that WestJet has. And so, but she was in a plus seat, she shouldn't have had to pay it, the computer couldn't figure it out, and uh, away we went, we got it all fixed. On our way back from jamaica as we checked in the mm-hmm. kiosk would once again not check her in couldn't do it online as well same thing uh went to the um ticket agent and she said oh yeah you've got this 30 usd uh charge but we'll reverse it because you're in plus and i was like us why would it be in us yeah, uh-huh. and she said oh well because flight's originating Um, from outside of Canada are in U.S. funds or um, pound sterling or um, European whatever currency. And I was like, well, why wouldn't they be in Jamaican dollars? So we had this conversation. She was like, oh, it's just WestJet does this, but it's being wiped out, like whatever, right? And okay, but then it turns out this has become a problem. So, a number of passengers mm-hmm. have discovered while taking Mexican vacations that they're paying $30 Canadian to go down uh, for that for bag, bag and 30 US dollars to come back. That's right. And WestJet, once again, is saying, well, we're using the currency of the country, and people are arguing. No, no, no. The country we didn't even go to the United States. So yeah. why would it be U.S.?
1: Yeah, what they're saying is that's the 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 dollar. That's the currency that is um, right. What they want to be paid in down there, and others are like, yeah, no, I didn't pay anyone in American dollars when no, we're down there. No,
0: exactly, and it would make more sense that if you only accept four currencies that, and Mexican pesos are not among those currencies, that that charge would be in Canadian mm-hmm. funds then, because that makes the most sense.
1: Well, and in some cases, uh, some of the airlines, if I remember correctly, do allow you to pay for both in Canadian funds before you leave.
0: They do, however, WestJet does not. That's right. So Air Canada does, Sunwing does, um, but WestJet does not. And I, I, to be honest with you, I think um, because WestJet is so responsive on social media and typically on top of their reputation. I I honestly think this is a mistake that they're going to correct. And no one's told me that, but I think they've I,
1: been they've been they've been fairly stick to it right now. They have
0: been, but I don't think this is something that came down from the top. My suspicions are not that they said, "Hey, we just found a way to to make an extra $4.50 on every passenger." Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I know people tend to suspect that of corporations right away. I think somebody somewhere said well, you got to be U.S. because that's the currency they use in Mexico or whatever. And I think with this pushback that's starting to mm-hmm. this groundswell of uh, frustration from their passengers, I think they'll probably address it. They, they, uh, if you go to their website, they explain it. Uh, but once again, it doesn't. It doesn't help.
1: Y- yeah, it, and it's frustrating. We all feel like we're getting nickel and dimed mm-hmm. everywhere. <laughs> yes. And certainly, we've seen it more and more with the airlines over the past uh, number of of years. So.
0: Euros. Yeah, that was the currency. I couldn't Euros. put my finger on year and PJ. What did we say? My wife drove a TJ, a TJ. FJ. FJ cruiser. That's it. There you go So we've answered all we've corrected all sentences now since two. We'll have a new list for you at three That sort of made sense if you <laughs> that might be among the corrections of three as well. It's
1: like it's monday. Hey, eh, buddy <laughs> It feels like a new
0: job every monday
1: Mm. It really does. Did you do much this weekend?
0: I went out on uh, Friday night to the yeah. Bend. And uh, I'll tell you that story uh, when we're down in the air. And then Saturday, uh, Greg and Isabella. And we often say uh, on these listener trips that friendships yep. form on these listener Absolutely. trips. And that is a friendship that formed uh, Greg, Isabella. And we've...
1: They won the contest they won two, it two years, years ago.
0: right. And, you know, we've had them over for barbecues. Yep. Uh, and they've We've been to their house. And... It's always a fun experience because they're Polish Yep. and they always invite a couple of other Polish couples yep. and it is just fun. Like the food's different. The conversation is different. It's just a really fun evening. Awesome. Yeah. So we had a really, really good time with that. It would be nicer if they didn't live, you know, somewhere just south of Grand Prairie. They're,
1: they live in Castle Downs. Yeah.
0: Well, it's pretty far north. <laughs> it's a long Uber ride. I'll tell you that. It
1: is a long Uber ride. Yeah. Well, yeah. It adds But yeah, a ton of fun. It adds fun. up. Yeah. Mm.
0: Good. So yeah, yourself.
1: Quiet weekend. You know what it was? Uh, we were just uh, dog doing lots of dog training, and we stayed at home and did some kitchen dancing on on Friday night. Saturday night we watched some movies. Yesterday was all gearing up to go get Beau Breeze, but there right. was uh, an issue at the kennel, so we can't get him until today. So we watched. Uh, we watched the Puppy Bowl, <laughs> which was better than the Super Bowl. Then we watched the Super Bowl and then watched a couple of shows. Like, we didn't do much. It was actually so really quite watch, nice just to stay in and, and chill out.
0: You So you did watch the Super Bowl? We did. I, I did not. No. Uh, but at some point, my wife was looking at Twitter. I don't know what she was looking at. And she said, oh, seems like a bit of a snoozer. And I said, what's the score? And it was 13-3. So it must have been near the end of the game. Yeah. I was like, a Super Bowl, 13-3? Yeah.
1: Yeah, um, coach loved it. Uh, I think you know, depending on you know where you come from, if you if you like a defensive game, that's that's one thing. But mm. I was expecting a little bit more excitement, and uh, the halftime show—it was the halftime show. Yeah, it was Maroon Five. Meh. Well,
0: right? I can't wait for this conversation coming and we're up. We're going to do three. that coming
1: up right now.
0: Yeah, with Alan Cross, a, a music. Music Musicologist. colleges. Yeah. Do you remember, Jay, one of the few times we've argued, and mm-hmm. it doesn't happen very often, you and I, Maroon 5, and I was like, Maroon 5? And you were like, hey, they're very popular. Well,
1: they. here's the thing, though Maroon 5 is very popular, but.
0: For but are they Super show? Bowl popular? Yeah. When you look at who they've had in the past, are yeah. they, you know awesomely incredible. I mean, what
1: you got, and we'll talk about this, yeah. but w- if you went to a Maroon 5 concert, that's what you would have gotten. And that's right. like when you listen to their music on every radio station that plays yeah, them. Yeah, I like Maroon 5. I don't mind them. Yeah. Um, I didn't I didn't mind it. It wasn't Lady Gaga and Beyonce. <laughs> It wasn't Prince. It yeah, wasn't the Stones sure. or, you know, Michael Jackson. It was Maroon right. 5. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> they, it was kind of just the there. Best, the best band
0: in their price range.
1: Well, they <laughs> couldn't win no matter what. They for sure. They couldn't win no matter what with this year's halftime show. Yep.
0: The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with J. Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.